Hello, and welcome to Business Owners Unite, the podcast where we explore the challenges, successes, and lessons learned from those who have navigated the exciting yet complex world of business ownership. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned entrepreneur, this podcast is for you to help, inspire, and guide you on your business journey. So let's get started and unite the world of business owners, one story at a time. Welcome to Business Owners Unite podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. And today we have a very special guest. We've got Paula from Beyond the May. So welcome, Paula. How's it going? Thank you. Thanks for having me here. It's going really well. Thank you. That's great. I'm really excited to chat today because um, I know that we've been to a few networking events together. And yeah, I remember that you brought a a checklist of like all the things that people can uh, kind of get a VA to do in their business. And I think I checked out of 100, probably like 99 of them. So it's like really like, wow, there's so many things that a VA agency can help with. So if you don't mind starting with uh, telling us a bit more about your business beyond the maze and and what what it is that you do. Yeah. So yeah, obviously we're virtual assistants and you're right. Like when I bring that checklist, it's a hundred more ways to use a VA. And I think everybody kind of goes, oh, I could check almost everything off this list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there is, and it, it goes beyond that 101 as well, of course. But yeah, so we are a virtual assistant business who offer a virtual reception and general admin services. Um, primarily we're in the allied health space, but we do have some other clients in between. We're wedding planners and um, a barbecue cleaner as a, as a random one. Um, and so, yeah, so we have some other clients in between and we're also in the financial planning space as well, because that's my background is I was, was a financial planner back in the merry old day before business. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, and I have a team of uh, 11 at the moment. We just had to hire our 12th one. Very nice. Uh, Well done. Yeah, thank you. That'll be nine here in Australia and three in the Philippines then. Uh, But yeah, so we're we're growing next year with more offshore team and um, different services in the AI space particularly yeah, uh, and project sort of management space for allied health workers. And so, yeah, there's lots lots going on in the VA space. I think it's a place to be really because it's growing every day. Yeah, totally. I think... um everybody who runs a business could benefit from having a VA, to be honest. I think that checklist of a hundred things really highlights that. How did you start your business? If you don't mind me asking, like what, what motivated you to go from financial planning into running a VA business? Like that's quite the leap. Yeah, it is quite the leap. And funnily enough, I didn't even know what a VA was. Uh, So, but yeah, I've been in business now over 10 years and I actually started my business to support my son. So he was expelled from his daycare centre at the ripe old age of four years old. Oh, my Lord. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just, they just couldn't manage him very well. Uh, so he was di- later diagnosed with ADHD. And I just knew if he wasn't going to cope with daycare, then school would have been a big challenge for him. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, and then I just thought, well, I'm just going to be the worst employee ever uh, <laughs> who is going to constantly have to go to school and pick him up and yeah. things, so I've got to start my own business. So Wow. I then, I went to, I just did admin for, for financial planners because that's where my space was. Yep. And then I learned about the VA industry and went, hey, this is pretty much what I'm doing already. And I just 
grew from there. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's always yeah, it funny how it, st- it stems from like a need that you know you have in your life, whether it's like trying to mm-hmm. make your your work life fit around your personal life, which it sounds like that's kind of driven you with your son to yeah. to, to start your own business, or it's uh, you know you see a need for yourself as well that you're like, well, if I need this, maybe somebody else might need this as well. So. That's really interesting. Right. And I mean, family's everything. So you've got to, mm. family always should come first. And I think if you can make your business work for you rather than the other way around, um, that's awesome. That's like the dream, the dream job, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I give that now to my staff as well. So that's awesome. I pride myself on having a flexible workplace. So parents can work, you know, they can go to an assembly at school if they want to go to assembly at school. Cool, it's man. just worked with the team. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah. I think that, you know, we're going to start seeing kind of a bit of a democratization of the workforce in terms of being able to mm-hmm. work remotely and pick your own hours in a, in a certain way. Like, obviously, you still have to work, right? But um, having that flexibility of not being tied to a roster that's completely immovable and, you know, having yeah. a boss that's like, you need to show up at nine and you can't leave any earlier than five, no matter what happens. Um, you know, that's such Correct. a draconian almost antiquated system. And I'm hoping that there's going to be more businesses emerge like like yours and mine, I guess, where we do yep. make sure that, you know, like if we're able to benefit from working for for, ourself, for ourselves and remotely, that our staff should as well, right? Like that's a, a, a big one. So good on you. That's, that's awesome. You got to practice what you preach, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we are moving into that space, especially after COVID. Yes. You know, people were forced to move to work from home and then all of a sudden people realised it wasn't such a bad thing. So there's more and more businesses of allowing that flexible workplace, that work from home space, all that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, it's almost, you know, this is going on a bit of a tangent here, but it's almost, there's a value to that where you might even take like, you know, how much of your salary would you sacrifice in order to get that benefit? You know, is it like totally. 5K per year, 10K per year? Like it's worth something, yeah. right? Like I, I would much rather right. be able to, I don't have kids, but if, if I did have kids, have that flexibility to be able to go and pick them up from school and spend more time with my mm-hmm. my loved ones and, you know, make sure that that I'm helping my family, uh, you know, with, with just day-to-day activities rather than yeah. having to commute into an office and work that nine to five, you know, like how, I probably would take a, a like you know sacrifice some of my salary just to kind of be able to have that freedom. Um, so it's yeah. it's interesting. I think a lot more of the workforce, a lot more people in general, are seeing the benefits to that, and um, hopefully that means that more workplaces will be willing to give that as as a, a benefit, if if you will. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. So in terms of the services that you do offer, maybe you can explain to us what a yep. VA is for those who might not know. Um, I'm sure, you know, that most people might have uh, experience with VAs, but I'm sure there's people out there who are like, what, what is a virtual assistant? Yeah, there's actually more people than you think that still don't know what a virtual assistant is. So it's, it's surprising. The more and more I get out there and speak about it and people say they don't know it, just yeah, it blows me away if there's still a lot of people that don't know. Um, so yeah, so basically a virtual assistant, I always put it in very simple terms in the way is think of if you were to work, walk into a business and they had a receptionist sitting at the front desk, uh, and yeah, answer the phone, making your appointments, all that sort of thing. That is just us just working from home or working remotely. It's simple as that. Or if you've got a secretary or a personal assistant or someone that's actually in the office with you doing all that admin stuff, sending out emails to clients, answering emails, all that. Um, that's us. That's exactly what we do. We just, we're just not in the office. Yeah. It's the only difference. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. So essentially yeah. it's somebody there who can 
help manage customer service, help manage administration tasks. I know that with that checklist, it's like marketing activities, sales activities, following up on emails, calls, uh, posting to your website, social media. It's um, kind of a pretty long list, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge list. And, I, and it's something that we usually get people to, to work through as well to go, where would you, if they don't, some people go, look, I just need some help and I don't know where. Yep. So then we would sit down with them and say, okay, what are you doing in your business now? I literally just had a strategy session before this, oh, nice. um, doing exactly that. What are you doing in your business now? Where do you want to go and where can we come in and help you? And then we do a list of tasks. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, and, and it's things like those, that social media um, that is taking a lot of people's time or even just being able to get yeah, contact uh, that customer service and keeping in touch with their clients and all that sort of thing with you know, newsletters or email marketing and things like that, that make a big difference in having a VA on because business owners are trying to do all of that yeah. plus doing what they're supposed to be doing to get the money in the door. Yeah. Uh, so just having that back office admin support can make a huge difference for a business. Totally, yeah. And it does make a big difference. I think that oftentimes the owner operator of a business is I find best served in in looking after sales and marketing, you know, really focusing on talking to new clients and yeah. getting out there and, you know, networking and, and you know, creating content, videos, whatever it is, um, because nobody really else can do that for you as well as you can, um, because you have the passion, you have the, the energy there. But the, the back office type of administration tasks, those are things that with the right process and, you know, checklists to kind of go through, you, you can have... Uh, you know, help. You can, you can get people in to kind of do those things. And your time is valuable. So you really want to put that focus on wow. what is my time best served to do? Or what what is, what is you know, what should I be focusing my time on um, as top priority? You know, that's going to push the needle forward the most in my business. Um, so if you're, if you're able to free up an extra 10 hours a week, even if it's five hours a week, you know, with that time, how many calls can you make? How many people can you speak to? How many, how many videos can you, can you create or whatever it is, right? How many BX networking events can you go to? Uh, so you really want to look at those activities and go, all right, what are the other things that I'm doing that are, are stopping me from doing the high value work that nobody else can do? Um, and that makes a lot of sense to me. I know I'm, I've talked to your team and I'm really keen to kind of look at getting a VA next year because there's so many things that you do that you're like, man, I probably shouldn't be doing this, eh? <laughs> but exactly. such is life. <laughs> That's right. You know, an average client does about, you know, that five to 10 hours a month. So if you think, you know, for five to 10 hours a month, you someone's not probably going to come and work for you for that, no. right? Yeah. So that's only a couple of hours a week. And getting a VA in to do that, what can you do in those five to 10 hours a month that isn't back office admin? Totally. And honestly, what you can do as a business owner is going to probably bring in more money in those five to 10 hours than it is to pay us to do it yeah. anyway. So you're, more, you're better off being used on the higher level income or revenue streams for your business and then pay a VA to do it as well. So true, so true. Just on that note, what do you find are the common pain points? Like, what are the things that people come to you and go, this is killing me? You know, these are the, the problems I'm experiencing that you help with, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phones is a big one for us because we do offer that service, which a lot of VAs, they, they don't because you have to be there all the time. Um, but, yeah, the market that we cover people answering phones because obviously they're missing phone calls when they're in appointments with, of course. with their clients. Yep. Uh, or if you're on the road seeing clients as well. So they're missing those phone calls. So 
if they get to the point where at the end of the day they're returning those phone calls, which you really don't want to do after you've done a whole day and you've got 10 calls to return, and if they do get to that, you've probably found, especially if you're someone like, you know, Sparky or a massage therapist or something like that, if they're not loyal customers, they're first-time customers, by the time you've rung them back, they've probably gone somewhere else. True. Uh, So by having us answer the phone, that makes a big difference in one, you don't have to return calls, and two, you're not missing calls. Yes. So you've kind of got the one up on your client, your competitors who don't have that there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also uh, collecting money, for example. Mm. You know, same thing happens. You're in meetings all day and you're getting home at the end of the day and you're doing invoicing. Yeah. And if you don't feel like doing it that day and you push it to the next day or the day after that day after that, it's just delaying that yes. money coming into yeah. your business. So true. We're doing that the next morning or the end of the day, depending on how the structure is. Very nice. So it's just little things like that that make a difference, keeping those contact points with your clients or potential clients, so setting up that email marketing and the newsletters and all that sort of thing, stuff that you just don't get time to do. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Those little things make a difference. Yeah, I think like, you know, um, just being able to answer calls is such a big um, thing that if you can outsource that or you have somebody who you can just be like, look, I need you to take these calls um, because you're busy, right? Like I, I know I um, yeah. hired a plumber recently um, and I, I called probably like, you know, five to 10 different plumbers. Like I, I went hardcore mm-hmm. and uh, the amount of people who either didn't answer their phones, didn't, didn't have even voicemail set up properly. Um, if they did yeah. answer their phone, they were kind of like, hello? You know, and, and, you know, just that kind of lack of professionalism, um, the, the, mm-hmm. the person that you end up going with is the one that's kind of like, you know, hey, welcome to blah, 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 plumbing, speaking with so-and-so. Um, you're like, oh, hey, mate. And, you know, they're, they're quick, they're responsive, they're, yep, I can uh, make sure that we're coming out. Um, how about, you know, send me through some details. Here's the email um, and, I'll, and I'll book in a time to come out and see you straight away. And you're like, great. You know, so that, that mm-hmm. fast turnaround or that you know that quick response time is so vital for your sales um if you're not taking those Mm -hmm. calls you're you're losing a lot of value you know you're losing a lot of potential customers so totally agree with that that's that's probably a a big pain point that having a va would would help with yeah yeah and emails are on the same like the same thing happens with emails if you're in appointments all day or on the road you're checking those emails at night so you're missing them as well yeah, so I, I know you were saying earlier, I don't know if it was on air or off air, but you were saying that you're looking at kind of uh, some AI services as well. That really piqued my interest because I love the AI stuff, as you know. So <laughs> what, can, can you give us a little teaser in terms of what you're looking at there? Um, yeah, so Ken, I'm actually working with an AI consultant oh, cool. at the moment yeah. um, to build some models around bringing it into certain industries to help them be able to, you know, make things more efficient in their offices. So it's about all I can say right now because <laughs> yeah. it's still very much a work in progress and not promoted yet. Um, but, yeah, really exciting. We're really delving into that AI space because we figure that, you know, it's, it's here it is, and it's yeah. here to stay. Uh, and you've got to, you know, if you don't run with it, you're going to be left behind really fast. Yeah, exactly right. I think it's, you know, there's a lot of fear and talk around AI automating us all out of jobs. But I really mm-hmm. don't think that that's the case. We're still going to need drivers, right? Like it's kind of like when when uh, agricultural kind of uh, industry got tractors for the first time, people were like, oh, my God, we're all going to be out of jobs. It's like, well, somebody needs to drive the tractor. Um, you know, it does, yeah. it's, it's still going to be, uh, you know, make things a lot more efficient, a lot more productive. Uh, and I think that's really the big benefits. But it's really just making sure that you're um, using the tools, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Um, running a business is all about finding the right tools for the job. 
Um, you don't see a lot of builders using nails and hammers anymore. A lot of them use nail guns and things. So or I'd hope anyways. <laughs> so, you know, it's just kind of like how you harness those. Um, I know in my business, I use AI for almost everything and it's awesome. Um, next year, we're yeah. launching a lot more video services. Um, and, you know, the amount of AI editing tools that have kind of emerged is just it's oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's so good because yeah. it means that me and a small team can, can you know, do probably 10 times the editing work that, that, we, that we used to be able to do. Um, and that's a huge yeah. benefit. So um, it's, it's good for us, good for our clients. You know, I think it's, it's, um, it's a win all around, really. Yeah, great. Yeah, awesome. So maybe uh, you could tell me a little bit more about like, is there any customers, I guess, recently or any, any customers that come to mind where they've really kind of like grown massively or you've really kind of alleviated a massive pain point for them? I'd love to hear some stories, I guess, of um, people starting to work with a, a VA and how that's kind of how that's worked out. Yeah, so we do. We have, I mean, we see it all the time. We actually, we actually get to the point where people will bring us on uh, to to look at help, you know, help them with their business, and then they'll grow to the point where they end up getting a full time staff member, nice. or they're able to pay someone. So we're kind of like, as much as we don't like people going, it's still a, it's like a satisfaction for us to go. Yes, our job here is done. Nice. We've got you to that point. It's wonderful. But a couple in particular, um, one when I sort of started moving out of the, the financial planning space, there was a, a client who was selling weight loss products. Now, um, with the financial planning space, it's traditionally quiet between that December, January period. Yep. And in my first year of business, I kind of went, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? Like I'm going to have a lot of money coming in. I'm going to mm. do something. Yeah. And I found this lady who was just looking for a VA. She had the, the, the weight loss products. I thought, oh, well, that's great. That's a great time, January, with all the New Year's resolutions. Yeah, totally. and that's perfect to fill that void. So I started with her just answering emails. So she just had like a ticketing system set up, answering emails. And it was like 10 hours a month, a couple of hours a week. That was it. But her and her husband were actually answering those emails and they brought someone on to do that, which was me. Yeah. And over the space of, I think we had them for about 18 months, roughly, possibly two years. Um, over the space of that time, they grew from 10 hours to mo uh, a month to 40 hours a day. 40 hours a day? 40 wow. hours a day is what the support they needed from us. That's insane. Because what happened was is that they took their hands off that day-to-day -day running in the meantime that obviously got marketing people and all of that in as well. Yeah. But they were no longer hands in answering emails, you know, that were coming in. So the more they grew their business because they were able to get out there and grow their business, the more emails were coming in, gotcha. obviously, with the growth of their business. And once again, they weren't touching them. Yep. So, of course, then my business grew because I needed staff to support me for that. Yep. Uh, and then they just got to a point where it was just mm. becoming ridiculously expensive for them to use us. So they went offshore. Yep. But Great. You know, we've yep. helped in that growth of their business. And I I had even said to them a few times, hey, do you want to look at offshore because this is getting quite expensive for you guys? And eventually that's what they did. That's, um, yeah, that's yeah. amazing growth. And I think, you know, every, every customer is going to go through a life cycle, right? And you're going to get to that end of life phase at some stage. It's, yep. it's just 
you know, how you handle that and, and, you know, like nothing lasts forever. Um, it's great that you're mm. able to grow them to that stage and be able to, I, I'm, I'm assuming like hand over and, and help train up and, yep. and get people through. Totally. I think that's, that's a, you know, a sign of a great business is being able to be willing to help hand that over and, and bring it in house. Um, one of my, my biggest and bestest clients had that happen recently where they got to a point where we forex their business and they then were all of a sudden like, hey, we're thinking about getting this in-house now, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, this is great, but also so tragic, you know, but, you know, I still yes. I still have a relationship with them six months later where I'm still helping with things and consulting on things. And, you know, their marketing manager is fantastic, um, you know, but it's it's just part of the life cycle, isn't it? Like these things happen, um, you know, they're going to outgrow you eventually. And that's a sign of a job well done, I think. Yeah, that's right. And some don't. We've got one at the moment who um, she's just grown again because she started with a couple of practitioners and now I think she's got 11 practitioners. And I've said to her twice now, you know, it might, well, not directly, but somewhat sort of hinted it'd be cheaper for her to get a full-time admin yep. in and she has an office that she can actually put someone oh, as well yeah. um but loves us so much that she just doesn't want us to go so yeah that's fine yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no i think a lot of a lot of the time it's like you know the you don't want to fix something that's not broken right like it's like this is mm. working why would i yeah you might be paying a yeah. premium but that's not the worst thing in the world especially if you're getting good value yeah, that's right. And I think that's her, like she's just got this nice, well-oiled machine yeah. with the VAs that are looking after her that she just doesn't want to rock that boat. So she's like, no, nah, I'm staying. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Happy to have you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, that sounds like some great, um, you know, testimonials, great case studies. It's good to hear some of the successes along the way. Um, I guess um, if, if, if you were listening to this, you know, 10 years ago um, and you know you were just, it was Paula just, just kind of starting out um, day dot, um, going in your own business, what were, what would be some advice that you'd give, uh, you know, young, we Paula, just looking to, to kick things off again. <laughs> um, give up now and run away. No, not really. <laughs> I think every business owner feels that way to some point. Um, no, I think the biggest learning I've had is just stick with it. Like ride that roller coaster of business because you're going to have those up and downs and boy have I had some and I don't like roller coasters but I've had some pretty wild roller coaster rides in business yeah. and you know it just all works out it all works out in the end how it has to work out uh, you know and when we hit some turmoil it's like you know what we'll just take a learning away from that what did we learn from that and it's going to work out just let's just ride this wild ride right at the moment yeah that's awesome advice it's you know it's funny how many business owners say that hey eh? it's like the advice would be, you know, that you're going to, you're in for a wild ride and just go with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, yeah. you know, one of the things that I've heard, I can't remember who, who quoted uh, this to begin with, but you're, you're, um, you're wanting to fail and fail often, you know, and you, if you replace yes. failing with learning and you're looking at, you're either learning or you're growing uh, and sometimes both, uh, you know, it's, it's really, you learn a lot by just doing. And, you know, those times yeah. where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. This is the worst. You're going to learn mm -hmm. so much from that. Um, Hopefully, anyways. Uh, some people like to make yeah. mistakes repeatedly. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. I literally just did a video this morning and I, I said, you know, if you make a mistake, ask yourself, what did I learn from that? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I like the terminology fail forward. Yes, me too. Uh, because, yeah, it really is all about failing forward. And just when you're sitting, I, many times I've just sat in my car on the road and go, 
okay, this is a really rubbish situation right now, but what am I learning from this? Nice. And just let, let the answers come. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that the the longer I uh, you know run a business, the more I learn that it's it's really a mindset. You know, the the whole thing is mm. having a good mindset about things, and and you're building up resilience and and realizing yeah. that you know you've got to look at things as lessons, and you got to look at things as uh, very kind of you know you're you're kind of always growing, you're always learning, and you know you've got to try things um, and not be afraid to fail because um, you're going to fail. Definitely. You know, it's like it's inevitable. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Paula, this has been a great conversation. Um, I've got some like rapid fire questions that I thought we could go through, if that's okay, just to kind of get a little sure. bit more juice out of the squeeze, <laughs> get as yeah, much information sure. from you as possible. Um, the first thing I think is really important uh, is like. I guess talking about what your best practice or ritual is for, um, you know, self-care. Uh, running a business is hard work, as we said. So, what do you do um, to kind of like, you know, keep yourself balanced? If, if uh, meditation, meditation, oh, nice. yeah. for me. yep. meditation, and funnily enough, car racing. They're my two. <laughs> Not at the same time. That's awesome. I, I can imagine car racing being very much getting you in the zone, like getting you into flow. Very much. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. In terms of um, productivity, what what would be your best business hack? Like, is there any time management techniques, anything that you found really helps you in you know getting shit done? Yeah, well, for me, it's having a task-based software. Mm. That's my huge thing. I'm very organized, obviously being a VA, yeah. organized and structured, and I just I have to have everything in my time by in my task-based software to be able to tick things off. Um, and do it that way and using AI. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. A lot of yeah. good uh, life hacks there. That's great. And <laughs> speaking of like task-based, uh, you know, systems, um, is there any software that you couldn't live without or anything that you would say you have to try this out as a business owner? Yeah, ClickUp. ClickUp. Absolutely. Nice. Right. We are huge ClickUp users here in the business. Um, big processes and it's our task-based software. We, we would be lost without it, Amazing. all of us, because we got it all in there nice awesome yeah i've heard a few people talk about ClickUp and monday we use asana yeah. but um i think they're all yeah, very much started, like, you know like just amazing systems to have in any business that's yeah, awesome man totally. well thanks started to on asana. asana's like ClickUp's like asana on steroids oh really wow that's a that's a big <laughs> to be honest i've used asana for years i've tried a lot of different um task management systems and ClickUp's probably one that i haven't tried so Maybe I need to check it out. I've I've been doing some preliminary research on Motion because it's got really good AI integration. Um, like it writes a lot of things for you, and everyone kind of raves about it. But I don't know if it's just good marketing. I'm not sure. Um, mm. You know, because there's so many influencers talking about it, and and obviously you've got to be careful with these people because they get paid for it. Um, but Correct. it does look pretty cool. Anyways, Paula, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. Um, just for our listeners who have, you know, gone through all, all this all today and been like, this sounds amazing. I want to get a VA. How could they, you know, reach out? How could they uh, get in touch if they want to, um, you know, have a chat about your services? Yeah, sure. So you can jump onto our website, which is beyondthemaze.com.au. Uh, and you can have a look at us there. You can book in for a discovery call through there. And then we've got all the Beyond the Maze social handles as well. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Paula, for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure chatting. And um, yeah, definitely reckon that anybody watching should check out Beyond the Maze. Um, I'm definitely checking out next year some of your services. So looking forward to seeing awesome. how that goes. 
Wonderful. Thank you very much, Carl. Thanks for having me. Thanks again, Paula. Cheers. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Business Owners Unite. Thank you for spending this time with us and being a part of our growing community of entrepreneurs. If you liked what you heard, please show your support by subscribing and leaving a review on your platform of choice. Your feedback helps us grow and continue to bring you valuable content. Remember, your business journey is unique and we're here to support you every step of the way. Stay tuned for more inspiring stories in our upcoming episodes. 